Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Alan Winson, and this is Hunker Down Podcast, where I talk with actors and musicians whose careers have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Contact me at UpperWestSideRadio at gmail.com with questions and comments. Okay, I'm on uh, one side of a bench, and Wade Ripka of Eastern Blockheads and Greek Robotica and... The, the little the Greek Judas and Little Rascals band that he plays is sitting on the other side of the bench. We're here at the New York Lawn Bowling Club Green. I just walloped his team in a game Damn. of lawn bowls. That's Damn. right. He did everything he could to take my mind off the game, and he failed miserably. Like I you do were, all the time. You, you, you were doing some amazing movements as I was trying to... Like I do all the time. And uh, I totally ignored you. But I'm not going to ignore you now. This is... I'm Alan Winston. I'm with Wade Ripka. And this is Hunker Down. And Hi, we're talking, kids. We're, t- we're talking uh, to a really wonderful musician. Plays... Um, what do you play? You play the, uk- you play the banjo, the ukulele, the I'm, trumpet. I'm, I mean, what do you play? No, I'm prim- primarily a guitar player. But I have a tuba. You you have a tuba. Yeah. What I do you play. do with it? Well, I used to play it, and now I don't play it anymore. Right. But so what's the difference in playing a tuba and playing a guitar? I'm just curious. Uh, <laughs> overtone series. Ah, okay. Overtone series. You're getting a little technical here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we're talking to uh, musicians and actors about their life now that you can't perform. You you had your first gig, paying gig, out here in the Lone Bowling Green. Like a week ago. Right, in seven months. And all of us had not played a gig in seven months. And, I I mean, finally my trombone player said, you know, like, I got to go. My chops are gone. Yeah, you know, know, I've I've been talking to musicians. I I just talked to Pedro Cortez the other night, and he plays uh, flamenco guitar. And he hadn't been playing in months. And he uh, played one solo, and he said his his, his fingers were sore. You know, yeah. from playing this piece, and I, I guess, like any physical thing, you've got to practice. I mean, you got to, you got to keep playing. Well, there, there, there's, there's a, uh, a difference between practicing and actually playing a gig. Because, for instance, the two brass players that I play with, um, that I played with last week, um, are members of Slavic Soul Party, and they just have to blow. Yeah. And and they haven't done it in seven months. Yeah. And so it's kind of like you can practice, but, you know, like if you're going to play a two-hour gig in which you're just blowing as hard as you can, these guys haven't done it in seven months. So it's kind of like their they're, they're armbouture, yeah. which is what you call 
that place around the lips and the in ch the cheeks yeah. that you're pushing are, you are, are just not used to it at this point. And of course, I mean, I think I had mold on my banjo strings. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing the banjo. Yeah, I was playing a banjo, and it was it, like, and I looked down. I said, "What is this black stuff on my strings?" Oh my god! Yeah. So so, anyway, yeah. I mean, it's it. I mean, this this whole time is a, a real challenge, and of course. Given the project, you know, the tra trajectory, we're not going to be playing for another seven months at least. So, but I mean, up up and you're. When I talk to musicians, as I talk to actors, the the your art is kind of your life. That's what you do. Um, well, yeah, unfortunately, that's true. I mean, you lawn bowl, sort of well. We can talk more about Lombo. No, no, no. Wade, Wade, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Wade bowled really well. I just bowled a little bit better. But um, lawn bowling, unlike me, for me, this is your life. I mean, music is your life. Well, yeah, unfortunately. I mean, you're uh, kind of a boring guy. I mean, what else yeah, is there? Yes, precisely. <laughs> I, I mean, like, the deal is, for the last 10 years of my life, I've organized bands put them together and and had them play out and and during this entire thing that just doesn't exist so yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like well what do I do now yeah what what do you do now you don't just sit around your apartment you must be doing something trust me I do do a lot of nothing well, I I have been I have been practicing as much as I can. Turkish oud. Oh. And is this something new for you that you're working yes, on? Yes, and it was something in the beginning of all of this that I said. I mean, I've had had an oud for like maybe four years prior, and it's so daunting. It's such a daunting. What's the difficulty in it? It's a stringed in instrument. Okay, it's a stringed instrument, but Turkish tuning, the way Turks think, okay, I'm gonna get uh, a little precise here and, and musical. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll start pinching myself. Okay, so like between two frets of a guitar, in Turkish tuning, there's nine different notes. Holy moly. So, in, in our system, we have one note in between. There's nine in between. Um, and so, hearing that and, and, and like getting yourself used to that is one part of it. But frankly, the daunting part of it for me is the right hand picking. And but you you pick you pick a guitar really well. I well, mean, I've, no, I've heard no, you do I'm, some riffs that are really no, nice. No, 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 no. I, I'm really a slouch, and I've always oh. been a slouch with my right hand. And now I have to. I, I mean, like if you listen to these Turkish guys, they sh they shred. They're shredders, and it's kind of like, okay, I have to learn how to do this with this thing that's supposed to a approximate an eagle's feather. That's Jeez. the pick of a well, Turkish oud. So it's gentle. It's 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 uh, fr fragile. It's it's something different. Yeah. 
So if uh, who are you listening? Which oud players are you listening to? Don't be distracted by that squirrel. Squirrel. Currently, I'm I'm listening. I I I'm 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 shredding on on uh, a guy named Richard Hagopian, who's an Armenian oud player. And, and may, maybe we'll just play a little slip of, of his right now. Yeah, so we can hear. I'll uh, I'll send you that one. So, so. seems to me that um, you said we're not going to be back to where we were before for a while. And yeah. many of the venues that you've been playing at will probably m- nev- not yeah. exist. Right. Now, Barbez is one of your chief go-tos. Is that going to be around? This is, a, this is a really neat small venue, but wild in Brooklyn. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yeah. I mean, they're open for drinks outside. Yeah. But I've been there twice for drinks outside, and it's so depressing because inside is usually packed, and now there's nobody. And, you know, like, it, it's... So yeah. we'll see. We'll see what what venues end up um, living through this. What venues um, reinvent themselves, and certainly not for things like what I do, like playing on the lawn, Bowling Green. Well, I mean, you know, look, I do quirky things. So I've got a, a I've got a a band that does kind of quasi-metal versions of 1920s Greek music. I've got a band that does the Soviet music from the 60s. I have a band that does the Little Rascals music from the 20s. I remember that night at Barbez. You had 17 people on the stage, maybe 40 people in the audience in a room, what? I mean, the size of a bathroom. It was uh, a tiny. Yeah.
guys were rocking. And who knows at, at the outcome of all of this what sort of venue is going to be available for me to do this. Yeah. So it's kind of like Anyway, we're out here on a beautiful yeah, day. Yeah, change, change the subject, right? We're out here on a yeah. beautiful day in Central Park. And I happen to live in, live in Bushwick. And which, you got a long ride home. Yes, but it also has no greenery. Uh, so this is my only, like, escape. This has been my only escape for seven months. Jeez, Wade. And it was the first time I ventured out on the subway. And I went... Yeah, it's worth it. You um, not only make music, but you probably listen to music, too. Who are you listening to now? You know, that's a thorny subject. All right. I don't listen to a lot of music. Why is that? Because I'm, 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 I'm very kind of specific. Uh-huh. And I listen to what I listen to. So, for instance, because I'm doing the Turkish Oud music, I'm li- listening to that, right? right? But, um, and, and... Now, during this whole shutdown, lockdown, I, I have listened to a fair amount of, 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 of modern classical music and even, like, found the scores online, the handwritten scores online. Well, who are you listening to? Well, I listened to Thomas Otis. All right. And um, who is one of my favorite composers. Um, I have I have checked out the scores of um, Ligeti um, f- for for several of them. And when I mean I check out the scores, I literally will input them into. It's called a DW, DAW. It's it's yeah. it, it's it's what it's what you compose in, right? Yeah. And I use Logic, and I and and I will literally, like for the artists, I've put I've I've notated it in in my uh, in my sequencer programs just to see what they sound like and just to analyze what they're doing. So and when we come out of this, I mean, yeah. it sounds like you have a whole, whole new area that you're going to be exploring. No, because you, you, no, 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 I'm, no? I'm lazy. I'm, I'm totally lazy. Oh, well, maybe I, I, could, I could push you. I, I, I do remember one of your concerts many years ago in which you took the elephant music and uh, had, had done some composition with that, and that was brilliant. Um, music created actually by elephants. Right. Yeah. Sounds created by elephants, which is an amazing yeah. thing to look up. Yep. Uh, so who knows? Maybe it, you'll be doing something with it's this. It's been unreleased, but but um, w- the last one I did was like three minutes, probably a three-minute-long elephant piece. Took me nine months to transcribe.
Nate, I've, I've got to head on to another interview that I'm doing. Uh, great talking with you. I'm glad we picked this up. I, I was just going to come out here and beat you in lawn bowling and then leave, but here we got the interview. Any comments? Yeah, <laughs> just, just fuck you. <laughs> and that's hunkered down, everybody, from the New York Lawn Bowling Club. I'm Alan Winston. Fuck you. Speaking with Wade Ripka, the brilliant musician. Great, talk, great talking with you. Okay, now, why don't you take about seven minutes and listen to a most amazing piece transcribed by Wade Ripka from the Thai Elephant Orchestra's Thung Quain Sunrise, performed by the Composer's Concordance Chamber Orchestra and conducted by Thomas Carlo. Thank you. 